What's going on, people? It's your boy Kalechian. Welcome back to the Rambling Mind Podcast. How are you guys doing today? I hope y'all have had a great weekend and I'm starting off the week on fire and just getting all the stuff you need to get done, preparing for the new week. I hope your Monday was productive. I hope you're doing all the stuff you need to be doing to get right back to work and get right back to the mix of things and get you where you need to be. I had a pretty good weekend. I had a pretty good weekend. I hung out with a couple of my friends. It was a it was a very good weekend. He cooked a really good vegan dish, my boy Christian. If you follow me on Instagram, you would have seen me post it. It was a homemade vegan burger and the bun, he made the bun and it was an avocado based bun. And the bread, it was, it was so good. The bread was so good. I've never, I didn't think bread could be good and not be based on the regular stuff that I eat, but the bun was so good. And then he, the burger he made was a black bean based burger. And that was even, that was pretty good as well. It was hard to, uh, get everything in, but it was a really, really good burger overall. And he also made a homemade mayonnaise from, uh, I believe it was cashews and some other stuff that he put in it. Man, it's just, it was so beautiful. It was such, it was such, and the presentation of it was so good as well. But the meal as a whole was really, really good. It was a little bit difficult for me to scarf down because you know me, I'm used to the beef. I'm not on this uh, impossible burger wave. I'm not on any of those waves. I'm very much on that meat wave. You know what I'm saying? But overall, it was a really good meal and it was interesting the way he presented it, the way he made it, the thoroughness. He is very thorough. At, in his procedure for making it and just making everything from scratch like i was just impressed i mean i've known him for a minute and he's been doing all this kind of vegan stuff but like actually seeing him go from scratch to the finished product that was i was super impressed i was extremely impressed with every single part that he had put into the into the dish to make it such a good meal it was such a heart healthy meal it was like one of those meals that I really enjoyed to eat and it was it was nice and then so we hung out after a little bit and we just talked it was just it was just so dope to just uh hang out with him you know one of my other friends and we just chilled like we we're all out in his house and we were just talking we we're just talking about life talking about all kinds of stuff we we're talking about the coming up elections whether we believe the democrats can actually win or if trump is just gonna win again because i think uh, for some reason, I just feel like th- the Trump might win again, but we were talking about that. We we're talking about how the economy looks and all of the stuff we're seeing in the economy, like what exactly is going on? Is it bad? Is it good? And then we talked about life in general, like the girls we like, what type of girls we like, why we like certain type of girls, all that kind of stuff. The stuff that you talk about in anything, but it was just... It was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Then I saw my one of my best friends. He came into town. He's in med school, and but he was able to come to town this weekend. So it was just it was just dope. Uh, it was just dope to be able to just you know see him and just hang out a little bit for a little bit before you have to head back. But you know it's just it was a good weekend. It was wet and it was rainy and it was it was cold. But even despite all of that, it was just it was just good. You know. You just have some of those weekends where you don't do too much, but yet you do a lot of stuff just because you're with the right kind of people and around the right things. And it just, it was great. It was great. Plus, you know, my sister's birthday. And then as a matter of fact, I got to remember to give the mama and mom and dad a little bit of a phone call tomorrow because it's their day. 
but give them a little bit of a phone call when it's when it's their day. It's just one of those weekends, you know, just chill, relax. The weather made you made me super calm because I just didn't want to do anything. And but just to be not in my house by myself. It was also insightful learning about people, but also learning about myself and also having people talk to me about myself and just talk about different things. It's just important to surround yourself and just have those people that you can share your thoughts with and share your base feelings with, whether good or bad, and they know the bad things you've done and they they hold you accountable, yes, but also they're just there, you know? So overall, great weekend for me and I hope y'all had the same I hope it wasn't too cold for you to do what you wanted to do and you weren't in a place where you were able to do what you wanted to do. But yeah, just I hope y'all had a great weekend as well. But let's get right into it. This week, the news has been kind of laggy. I say laggy, but kind of slow. Not a whole lot of heavy hitting news, not a whole lot of highlights. We'll get more details when next week rolls around. But this week, some of the highlights and one of the big news that came out this week was we got some negative signs, some more negative signs, not just one negative side, just like I was talking to my friends. We got some more negative signs about where the economy is heading at this point in time. For the first time in over seven months, retail sales dropped. And this should not be happening at this point in time, at this time of the year. What is this time of the year? Halloween is coming up, which means people should be buying costumes, candy, all those kind of things. Also, the holiday season is coming up, which means people should be looking for those sales and buying more stuff than normal, whether they're preparing to go out of town for those vacation things, and people should be spending more. However, the numbers dipped, showing that people are are starting to hold on to their money a little bit more. Businesses are starting to spend a little less in different things. As I was explaining to one to one of my friends just on the concept of why it's not great that we keep seeing these signs, whether it's with the manufacturing report that we had last month and all the other things that we've been getting with all the negative signs of even a sign such as Jerome Powell, he, he has re- reduced the interest rate twice. That's not a good sign. And then we expect him to do that maybe sometime this week where he announces that they're going to reduce the rate again. Those, these are all not great signs for the economy as a whole. These are not great signs to be seeing right now. And so, but at the same time, we're having companies report good earnings, which is weird. It's like companies keep reporting that they're doing well, they're still growing. But yet, on the other hand, when we get the massive macro perspective report, we're seeing the opposite happen. So it's, it's, it's a head scratching thing for economists and for businesses to know what exactly is going on with the economy? What exactly is happening? Are we actually doing well or are we actually doing poorly? Nobody truly knows. It's just a head scratching thing. And the key note about the retail uh, sales number is the fact that this includes online sales as well, which means Amazon, which means all these big online retailers. Remember, we've been talking about how retail is kind of going down the drain because your old brick and mortar stores are not able to compete with Amazon. But now the numbers are showing that even Amazon and these online retailers, something is not going well for them as well. And they're starting to see numbers dip. So that's just showing us that we do not know exactly what's going on, but it's not a good sign. Basically, it's like, so what does this mean? Everybody's like, we don't know because we keep getting good reports, but yet 
everything looks to be on the negative. So we're just trying to figure out what exactly is going on. Economists are trying to figure out what exactly is the move that we need to make in order to take things to be on the upward trajectory. Anyway, moving on from retail news into some political news, to some interesting political news. So remember, we're still in this whole impeachment thing as far as Donald Trump is concerned with this whole impeachment inquiry. Well, he decided he wanted to flex his muscles a little bit more. I said it before, like Donald Trump cannot help himself. I've said it multiple times. He, tr- I don't think he truly knows the difference between like abiding by morality standards and codes and procedures that have been set in place, codes of ethics and all these things that have been set in place and him just doing whatever he wants. Because I truly believe he thinks that there's a rule for everybody else, that this is how everybody else needs to act. And then there's a place that what he does is just whatever he wants to do and he can do whatever he wants. And it doesn't matter what you say or what you think, he's gonna do what he wants. So what happened this time? The White House Chief of Staff, Mike Mulvaney, announced yesterday that the location for the next, for next year's G7 summit is going to be Trump's Doro Golf Resort near Miami. And Trump, when asked about it, he said, yes, that's a great location because it has a lot of acreage. But that's kind of a problem because there's something called conflict of interest. Having the G7 summit at your own resort again it goes back to the same issue of why the whole impeachment started anyway it's because exactly because of him using his political power for personal gain that's the whole reason this impeachment is going on is him using his political power to pressure ukraine into doing different things whether it's with probing into the biden's and all these kind of things for them to help him win the next election, to put something out that will cause him to win the elections. So he's using person, and there's other things that have happened where he has used his Trump, uh, his Trump enterprises to for political gain, basically, or for personal gain. And you're not allowed to do that. That's a lot of conflict of interest because when you start par- passing laws, how do we know that the laws that you're passing aren't just so you can benefit for your business? For your things that you want to do well versus the whole country as a whole or the economy as a whole rather it just benefits and lines your pockets and this is something that democrats have been arguing with they've taken it to court multiple times but to no avail there have been no no major changes that have come out of it it's been exactly the same thing over and over where it just the case just basically gets thrown out because they don't have enough detail they don't have enough evidence to go with it but with the impeachment cases we're seeing there's a lot of people that want to speak against Trump and he's he's burnt a lot of bridges. He's cut a lot of toes and a lot of people want to get back at him. And so it just shows us once again that Trump truly does not understand what code of ethic means or what it means to not for something to be negative or to, to for him not to do something. It just he doesn't have that type of mentality. He just does whatever he wants. It's just, it's just interesting to see just how Trump thinks as a whole. It just, it's just interesting to see how somebody can think in the way that he does. It's just different. He's just different. And I think that's what got him to where he is now. His different way of thinking. But we can't have somebody like that as a president who just kind of does whatever he wants without no repercussions, without nothing, like nothing pulling him back. Literally, the, the Republicans are not going to do anything. They're not going to 
they're not going to challenge him because for the most part, he's helping them push the law's agendas that he wants, that they want. So they're not going to, they're not going to push back on it. So, so we're just going to have to, going to have to live with it, man. We're just going to have to wait. Either this impeachment goes through or we just wait till next year and hopefully, hopefully somebody wins this election. But I don't know the way the Democrats are acting right now. I don't see them winning this next election. No, I don't. I just don't. Anyway, moving on from there, if you remember the situation in Hong Kong with protesters, we talked about how the NBA went against the went against China and basically said, we're not going to bow down to you. We're not going to do what you want us to do. And how LeBron James came out and said rubbish, said nonsense about the situation. Well, apparently, if you ask LeBron James, the U.S. House of Representatives must not have been educated about the situation in China because they came out and they passed three new laws in order to aid Hong Kong in their fight to remain a democracy or free from the Shanghai rules and laws and system that that the mainland China has and does not apply to Hong Kong. Basically, the first one they did was a Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act, which protest, uh, protesters had urged legislation to pass, which would end the Chinese city's special trading status with the U- U.S. unless the State Department certified annually that the authorities were respecting human rights and rule of law. Now, this one is important because as more and more China becomes more of a powerhouse country, it's going to have to start playing by the rules of Western countries, the way they value human rights and all these other things. They're going to have to start doing that a little bit because overall, China, the government of China, just, they do whatever the freak they want. Like If they want somebody dead, the person is dead. They just basically do whatever they want. And so the U.S. House of Representatives is saying, if y'all don't do what you need to do and do it right, we're going to stop our free trade that we have with you in, the, in, in every capacity. And then the second measure was to, they put in the Protect Hong Kong Act, which will bar commercial exports of military and crowd control items such as tear grass. And then the third one was a non-binding resolution recognizing Hong Kong's relationship to the U.S., condemning Beijing's interference in its affair, and supporting the rights of the city's residents to protest. Basically, those two rules are just like literally going at the Chinese government face-to-face and saying, we see Hong Kong as an independent state. You cannot interfere with affairs of Hong Kong. If you interfere with affairs of Hong Kong, we will stop doing business in certain areas with you as a whole. Now, these three laws have not been officially passed yet. They still have to go through the House of Senate, which I don't think is going to go through the House of Senate, to be honest. I don't think the House of Senate, because the House of Senate, the Republicans hold that house right now. And they are more about business. They are more about the bottom line. And I don't think they're going to try and risk too much by passing three laws that literally targets the way China likes to run their their country and the way China likes to run their business. But it is a sign to show that the U.S. is finally fed up and had enough with the way that China does everything. Basically, if you say anything negative about China, they will just destroy you out and just kick you out the door. So this is finally the U.S. basically starting to get a little bit of a backbone because a lot of time China just bullies whoever they want. They bully people and everybody who wants a bit of that market share. A lot of companies just do whatever the freak China says because they want that market share. And then now we're seeing 
a backbone being formed, especially after the NBA situation. I think that really sparked more of a backbone to start being formed for a lot of people to say, you know what? Your base is important to us and you have a huge say there's a huge profit to be made, but maybe we need to reduce the reduce looking at you for those profit and make you act right. Just like in the States, a lot of businesses are forced to act right. Not because like we've been talking about, not because rules or anything like that in play, but because consumers won't buy a product if you don't act right. So maybe we'll see some of that in China, but I highly doubt it. Anyway, so some tech news, Ford has built the largest charging network, electric car charging network in the US, or well, in North America with 12,000 stations and over 35,000 cords. This is more than Tesla has had in the years that Tesla has been building their stations. And Ford was able to achieve this not by working by itself, but working with other people such as VW or Volkswagen and also Amazon, which Amazon will help it build the charging ports in people's homes and in different businesses. So that's really good news to see that the electric car business is growing. The challenge from Tesla, basically Tesla putting all this pressure on all these major automobile companies to force them to start looking at electric cars has been good and it's been going positive and to see ford make this huge investment i think it was over 11 billion dollars they invested into this thing is huge and they also announced that they will be releasing an electric suv based on the mustang coming in i I believe they're going to be announcing it next month so it's going to be interesting to see their take on an electric car and hopefully it doesn't look like jank because we don't want any more jank cars. Please, if you're releasing an EV and you think you're gonna challenge Tesla with your nonsense looking hatchback, looking like a circle, looking like a launch box, I'm looking at the Prius, I'm talking about the Nissan Leaf, any of these cars, you're not. You're not taking any market share away from them because guess what? Teslas actually look good. And people want to drive something that they feel and look good in. People aren't just going to buy it just because they care about the environment. That's cool. They'll just buy a high gas mileage vehicle instead of your EV that looks like high trash. So please, I hope this Mustang-based Ford electric SUV is going to actually look good. And I don't understand why it's Mustang-based SUV. Mustang is a coupe. It's a two-door. It's a sports car. How you go? I don't know. Hopefully this thing actually looks good because right now in my head, I'm trying to envision a SUV Mustang and that thing does not look good right now. That it just doesn't look good in my head, but we'll see what Ford does. It's pretty cool to see them investing heavily in the charging network because this is one of the biggest issues that withholds people from buying electric cars. I know for me, it's going to be a problem is the anxiety that comes with charging networks. Where am I going to charge my car? Where if my, if I'm driving a long distance, am I going to have places to charge my car? I think this is another thing that a lot of electric car companies need to do is to figure out a standard. We can't have a situation where we currently have with iPhones and Androids where one uses lightning port and the other uses USB-C. We cannot have that. We need a universal standard so that no matter where I stop, whether it's a Tesla station, whether it's a Ford station, whether it's whoever station, I'm able to charge up my car and use the super fast charging speeds that I need in order to get me back on the road as as fast as possible. So we need a standard. We need somebody to go ahead and make a universal standard for every car to use so we don't have to deal with that as consumers. Because that's another thing that will keep us from buying EVs. EVs is the future, but 
we won't buy these electric vehicles unless we know they are reliable and it's something we can depend on consistently. But anyway, that's for the most part, that's the news for this week. It's a pretty short week. It's not a news intensive week. There's not a whole lot that has happened since the last one I did was was all there was a lot of news that week. And this week it's just been a little bit quiet. There hasn't been a lot of noise being made. A lot of people are waiting for all the earnings reports from banks to be released. We're still waiting on all of those. Then we'll also hear if Jerome Powell is gonna drop the interest rate again, which is not I don't think is the best move to make to keep dropping interest rates. At some point it will start having negative effects because if you keep dropping interest rate there's a correlation with inflation. Not to say that it's gonna happen immediately, but it can possibly happen. There's a balance there that needs to be balanced out. And so we'll see what happens. But some quick side news. This one I just like because I'm in Nigeria and I just find it very interesting. So some of the leading growing languages in the United States is Yoruba and Igbo. More importantly, Igbo is on the top 10 list of growing languages in the United States. Me, I'm very happy. It's good to hear. It says it's because there's a growing number of uh, Igbo-speaking immigrants or Igbo and Yoruba-speaking immigrants that are moving over to the U.S. and that has blown and grown a whole lot more. Now, I wish I could speak my own language. I cannot speak it, unfortunately. And I'm just trying to learn small, small, eh? Just small by small. But we'll get there eventually. We'll get there. It's just little by little. I will hear one word and hear another one. I will put it there. And one day I will say, I have arrived. I can speak my language. I can teach it to my children. So my culture doesn't die. But anyway, moving on from there. There are more than 600,000 millennial millionaires as of, I think it was like as of the end of September. I am not one of them yet, but I am working on my portfolio. I just got to get a few things to pop i.e this podcast so please share this podcast with a friend share it with anybody really just put it out there share it let people know about it let them join on this thing so you know me too one day i can be one of the six hundred thousand millionaires that is a millennial that's that's something cool it's something cool to be a part of but anyway that's all i have for y'all i hope y'all learned something today today was a pretty uh short podcast and not a lot of intensive news podcasts pretty laid back podcast but i hope y'all enjoyed it i hope y'all are gonna kill this week go out there dominate do what you need to do get it done and i'll talk to y'all on the next one god bless y'all peace